0: Hi everybody this is kathy kelly and you are listening to paranormal tales from the tower you, everybody. Uh, as I said, you are listening to Paranormal Tales from the Tower. My name is Kathy Kelly, and we are recording this at Paranormal Tower in Asbury Park's historic downtown district. So this is actually going to be a shorter episode. Uh, I have a larger one planned for a little bit later, but we've been having some technical problems getting uh, our guest on board. So we're going to do a little brief one here just to kind of wet your whistle and then hopefully you'll come back for the longer one in another day or so. I actually wanted to talk today about uh, in both of these we're going to be talking a little bit about the same subject matter but I wanted to talk about a new uh, or a television show that that uh, relaunched this um, this this week with their season four. Uh, It was uh, Kindred Spirits. Now I don't get the opportunity to watch a lot of these shows, um, mainly because, you know, I have a shop and I work weird hours and I'm kind of out there doing it. And, and after, you know, 15 years of the television shows, you've kind of hit a point with them where you feel like you're seeing the same stuff over and over. And while they're doing great things and I definitely appreciate the television shows, they're maybe not doing anything that is as intriguing or enticing as it was 10 or 15 years ago. I am not one of those people who looks down their nose at the shows. I'm not one of those investigators because I think that they've brought a valuable service um, and a valuable uh, vocabulary to the mainstream public that really has done a lot for people who are interested in the paranormal. That being said, I still think they're television shows, and that doesn't mean that I think that they fake or that they hoax or, or anything like that. But it's really hard to to do a fifteen or twenty four or forty eight hour investigation and get it down to forty two or forty eight minutes. And so, when you find a show that does that, you know, you find something that I think is a rarity. I was able to attend a little. Um, I guess you'd call it a premiere party. It was it was a dinner and uh, uh, up in Provincetown, and uh, it was hosted by Adam and Ben Berry. and And for those of you who don't know, Adam and Ben are huge pillars of the community up in Provincetown. They own a theater company. They do, do a lot for the community. Um, they do a lot to bring art and and theater and lots of different things um, to Provincetown, but what a lot of people don't realize is that they also started a group called Paranormal Provincetown, or Provincetown Paranormal, I'm not sure which way, way it went, um, about 15 years ago. And it was from that interest that all of these other things grew in Provincetown and, and in their lives to where you know Adam ended up uh, being a member of Ghost Hunters for many years, where he met Amy Bruni, and where the two of them developed what I think is a really unique and special partnership. Um, and that is now on Kindred Spirits kindred spirits is in its fourth season for those of you who've watched it in the past um i think the new way that they're doing this the new production of kindred spirits brings a lot to the table that maybe um what i'm not sure i'm going to say it was missing but maybe it wasn't as focused on in the past for those of you who haven't watched it i'm going to encourage you to go watch it because it was a new location i don't i haven't seen a lot of shows do this place out in Iowa, uh, the Ferrar School, although certainly people know about it. And I know that uh, lots of other um, big investigators have done it in the past, but I don't know that it's really been showcased on television that much. Um, and I think it's a really unique investigation and I'm not gonna spoil anything, but it's a really unique investigation because of the investigators and because of the methodology of the investigators. Uh, usually when you're talking about television shows, it breaks down along a couple of lines. One, people invariably say, I like ghost hunters, or they say, I like ghost adventures. As if there isn't this whole kind of spectrum of investigation technology and methodologies that are, uh, are out there, and even television shows that reflect that. Um, you see a lot of different shows come in and kind of fit into one of two models. Um, and the ghost hunters model has always had the reputation of being more scientific, and the reason why it's considered more scientific is because it uses more equipment, and um, and I think they had a reputation for being maybe more skeptical, or because their approach was that they were going to come in and see if the place was haunted. So they were going to go in, collect data, make a determination, um, and then you have Ghost adventurers, which is. To be honest with you, in my experience, how most people investigate, um, which is a lot more like I'm going to a haunted place. In other words, the place is haunted before I get there. I believe it's haunted. I'm going in there to have experiences. Um, it's a little bit more wild. It's definitely not as, um, it's definitely not as forensically controlled. But to be honest with you, none of them really are. So it's just a philosophy it's just personality uh which one you prefer um i when i say most people investigate the way ghost adventures do is i find that when i bring people into a prison or into a place that has a reputation for being haunted you know all of the the um all of the hey let's control the environment goes out the window and people start you know do you know you're dead and running around hooting and hollering and as much as you want to control them there's an excitement to investigating um and suddenly the skepticism goes out the building uh goes out the window and people are are hey i'm here for the evening and i want to talk to ghosts and so i find that a lot more people kind of investigate that way uh that being said more seasoned investigators don't investigate that way um And I'm not sure that there's a right or a wrong way because um, it depends on what you're trying to get out of the experience. So that was a really long intro to a very short payoff. But the reason why I think the episode was really interesting was because I genuinely think Adam and Amy are a different breed of investigators. I think that they literally go in with a different intent than most other investigators. They are skeptical of claims without being skeptical of the paranormal. They are interested in helping both the people who come in and also in understanding the people that they're communicating with who've passed on. So the ghosts, they, they literally realize, okay, if there is a personality here, it's a personality, it's a person, and we're interested in communicating with that person, not for the exclusive purpose of getting evidence or the exclusive purpose of changing the phenomena, but for the exclusive purpose of communicating with a human being or an entity or whatever you want to call them. And to be honest with you, I think that's unique. I don't think you see... A lot of television shows where you have investigators doing that you see a lot of television shows where you have mediums you have psychics you have people who are making those claims who are claiming to have direct ability to communicate Um, but you don't see a ton of investigators going out and saying we're gonna help the family that called us in here um, by communicating as a human being to the entity that they're um, that they believe is occupying their home why is that so unique? I think because it's a next step, right? It's a next step between, you know, proving that the paranormal exists to oneself, accepting that the paranormal exists to oneself, and then saying, okay, where do I fit in relation to this? And and where Amy and Adam have decided that they fit is, or at least based on their show, where they've decided where they fit, is kind of in this liminal space of, of offering... A gesture of compassion to both the living and the dead and it sounds so simple but it's not (laughs) you know you have to take that journey to get to the point where you can have that compassion and 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 part of that means you have to stop just being excited by the idea of evidence so what I really like about the show is I don't think it's evidence-heavy. I think they share with you their journey, but they're not doing a huge recap. They're not saying, hey, here's this EVP clip, and because we have this EVP clip, um, you know, Prince Albert is, is occupying this space. They don't do that. They go a little bit further with it, um, and then they kind of are less reliant on the equipment to prove things. They use the equipment to instigate and facilitate communication, but the equipment and the evidence is not the focus of their investigation. And that is a breath of fresh air. Because those of you who have been investigating for a long time, or those of you who have gone on investigations even a handful of times, know that's the, that's it. That's where you get to. That's the next step in investigation. That's the next step of pushing back the boundaries of knowledge is that now we're at a point where we're talking and we're communicating, we're learning things. Um, I have had the opportunity to spend time with both Amy and Adam um, in the last couple of years on a very cursory level. I, I would say, you know, I know Adam a little bit better than Amy, but one of the things that I found really impressive about both of them is number one i think their relationship and their partnership is truly solid and i like that i think that's great to have two people with uh, very similar outlooks but very different skill sets um and to have them both be so focused on achieving the same goal which is communication and facilitating assistance for the people who call them in and for the people that they're talking to on the other side I love that. I think that's great. I think they truly love each other. I think they're truly good friends. And I think that that's apparent when you watch them on screen. And having spent time with them off screen, I it's the same thing. It's, it's exactly the same way. What I also was really impressed with um, was Amy is a truly good historian and researcher. She's not someone for whom... It's, hey, let's jump on the internet and see if we can find something that supports my theory. She is a real researcher. She is, she is an historian. She is someone for whom it's not just important to find a fact that fits the story. It is important to find the truth. And as an historian myself, I think that that's really important. And I think it's underappreciated by the viewing public because they do it so well. They just kind of include it without showing you the hours and hours and hours of research that they go through and how arduous it can be, but also how really important it is. You know, finding that needle in that haystack that, that or finding that key in that haystack, haystack that unlocks a mystery is, I'm sure, incredibly exciting, but I'm, I'm sure it's also very exhausting. And another thing that people don't often see, because we're seeing the end results of these things, is just how much they work at talking to people and making them feel comfortable and cared for. Um, and I think that both of them are really good at that, but I do think that Adam has a, a kind of a, a special way with, with with talking to people, looking them in the eye, and making them feel like, hey, we're going to help you, um, and facilitating that kind of relationship uh, to kind of allow people to be honest and forth coming with them. They both are very compassionate people, and I don't want to sound like I'm just blowing smoke about them, um, but it's true. It's, it's actually very true. This episode I really liked, though, because it was different. Something different happens in this episode than has happened in others, um, and it's not something different Other investigators, people who've been out there doing this will say, I had a case like that. Something like that happened. And I have to tell you, and I'm not, you know, no spoilers here, but I think it was brave that they brought it to the fruition that they brought it to from a television perspective. Number one, I think it ended up making great television. It was a really compelling story. It was a really compelling story. A way for for this to resolve itself if it if in fact it did resolve itself number one number two i think it took a lot of strength and courage on their part to bring it to that place and number three i really like the production value of the show i thought i thought the changes that they made between last season and this season strictly from a production standpoint stopping and talking to the camera stopping and involving us in the investigation while the investigation is happening um i thought that was great i really love being able to to see what's happening in their minds as it's happening i like the addition of chip i i I know that there are some people who are going to are going to be resistant to having a medium or a psychic there. But to be honest with you, I don't think he detracted from the investigation. I thought he added when there was additions to be had. And I thought when, when, when it, it worked, it worked. And I, I like the fact that Amy and Adam, you know, they take the information that they get, but they're really using it to validate what they have, they're they're solidly investigating things and then they're going for validation. Now listen, can anybody debunk things? I could debunk every single thing that has ever been caught on anybody else's investigation very simply by saying, hey, I wasn't there and something else could have caused it. The fact of the matter is, is that when we're watching these shows, we have to trust the investigators. we have to trust the production. We have to trust the people who are on 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 that side of it telling the story. Um, for me, having spent time with actually all three of these people at this point, um, although you know I'm certainly not you know i'm I'm certainly not the closest of friends, but I do i i I believe it matters to them. I believe that. I believe that the research matters. I believe that the end result matters. I think making a good television show matters too. But I have to tell you, I I really think the primacy for them is the investigation. I'm not sure that that's the case in all television shows. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying I I don't know other shows. But I really enjoyed this new one. And one of the reasons why I spent this little mini-sode talking about it is because this week... They are going to The Conjuring House, um, which is the Perone family house, which is what the movies have been based on. And for those of you who are listening to this podcast to get the last two tickets to our investigation of the Paranormal Museum, this is what you need to know. This is the answer to the question, okay? Our newest artifact is a painting by ed warren of ed and lorraine warren so i'm going to post this up on social media and i'm going to say what is our newest artifact and the answer is going to be an ed warren painting and why does that tie in because obviously the conjuring was the Perone family was one of the warren's most famous cases i am super excited because I love, I, I'm gonna love to see how Amy and Adam approach this. I understand that they have family members with them. I think this is one of the most compelling historical haunts that we have in the United States. Um, I know that the Warrens are a hot button, uh, you know, subject. Some people love them, some people hate them, some people just take them with a grain of salt. I tend to be somewhere in the gray area there. Um, both of them have since passed away. But regardless of what you think of Ed and Lorraine Warren, you cannot deny the fact that they are huge pillars within the paranormal community and that that they certainly were doing some kind of work when um, I think a lot of people weren't. Um, That being said, this Friday, which I don't even know what today's date is, so I guess it's Friday the 10th, Kindred Spirits is going to be at the Conjuring, uh, the Conjuring House. I'm super excited. I'm definitely going to be uh, live tweeting that myself, um, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the names of the two existing um, winners, so that those guys know that they have won um, the investigation. So, Siobhan, you have won. I will also be reaching out to you, and Josh, you have won. Um, I'd like to thank both of you guys for, um, for, you know, listening. I'd like to thank everybody else for listening. I'd like to thank Elizabeth for coming on board, Karen. Um, I'd like to thank you for coming on board, Madison, Thomas, um, Silvio, and uh, Paul. Thank you for your support. Um, this is the end of this little mini-sode, but as soon as I get this up and running, um, we're going to be putting out a much more extensive one. I am going to encourage you to watch the Kindred Spirits. Actually, go back and watch the Ferrar School one, too, to see if you agree with me that you like how it ended up. And also that you were, I'm not going to say surprised by how it happened, but that it was a unique and kind of really moving and... Um, I thought it was a special episode. It makes me very excited for the rest of the season. So uh, don't forget to hit us up on um, all social media, at ParanormalNJ on Twitter, at The Paranormal Museum on Instagram, and Paranormal New Jersey on Facebook. Of course, you can always go to our website, www.paranormalbooksnj.com. Subscribe to us and follow us on iTunes. And with that, I'm going to check out, and I'll probably drop this episode in a few minutes, so you should have it. If you want to win the last two tickets, go to our Facebook page, go to our Instagram page, go to our Twitter page, and I will ask the question. The first two people to get that answer right get uh, to be part of the investigation. If you can't physically be present here in New Jersey, we will set up a remote investigation for you. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye.